you for listening to Your Daily Bible Verse, the podcast that examines one verse each day to learn more about God and His will for us. I'm your host, Jennifer Slattery, and after this short word from our sponsor, we'll dive into today's Bible verse, Acts 16, 1. Did you know that the Salvation Army not only provides services to those in need, but we also produce a network of Christian podcasts you can listen to on your favorite podcast store? One of these shows, Words of Life, is a 15-minute weekly show featuring interviews, testimonies, Bible studies, and more. In April, we'll once again hear from author and pastor Natalie Runyon. She has created a new six-week discipleship course for women to talk about community, women in leadership, accountability, and more. We want discipleship to be what's drawing people, not bounce houses. They're more likely to come back and not just to be entertained. Even in me, you know, making him have to pry it from my hands, he was still saying, but I have something better. It was because of the redeemed saying so, of telling the story of what God had done. When we point people to him, they're going to want to know him. Listen to Words of Life on your favorite podcast store or visit wordsoflifepodcast.org. Today's Bible verse is Acts 16.1. Paul came to Derby and then to Lystra, where a disciple named Timothy lived, whose mother was Jewish and a believer, but whose father was a Greek. Now, we've all probably experienced times when we felt judged and excluded, when others have treated us as if there was something inherently wrong with us, times when maybe we were tempted to sort of mute ourselves, our, our personality or our views, to filter who we are through the expectations of whatever social sphere we found ourselves in. And maybe we even began to absorb the lies that others told us, if not verbally, then through their actions and their facial expressions. But what if, in fact, that very thing we are most tempted to hide, suppress, or change is the very characteristic that can have the greatest impact on others in our world? Now, when I read today's verse and I think about the culture in which Timothy, the man mentioned in it, lived and all that was occurring in the first century church, I can't help but wonder what kind of insecurities he might have wrestled with. Now, based on what we read elsewhere in scripture, it seems that he struggled with fear in part due to his age. Now, scholars believe he was around 18 to 20 when he first accepted the gospel and potentially 30 when he began pastoring the church in ancient Ephesus. Now, this was a particularly challenging assignment during an incredibly difficult time in history, not just because of the persecution believers faced during the first century, and not only because of the false teachers fighting to gain prominence in the church, but also because of the man-made barriers between Jews and Gentiles, barriers that God, through Paul and Timothy, was actively breaking through. The more devout Jews in the first century did not like Gentiles, and they went to great lengths to avoid interacting with them. And this was due in part to some of the Gentiles' pagan practices, which involved sacrificing to pagan gods. According to David Guzik from Enduring Word, no Orthodox Jew would ever invite a Gentile into his home or go into a Gentile home. They certainly would not eat at their table, and they considered marriage between Jews and Gentiles unlawful. Now, granted, customs were likely more lenient in places like Lystra, where Timothy lived, but I imagine he still experienced prejudice and exclusion, especially by the legalistic Jews that were gaining prominence in some of the first century churches. 
There may have been times when Timothy felt ashamed of his background, but hopefully he also recognized God's beautiful design as well. During a time when God was, through the gospel, uniting two vastly different people groups into one interconnected family, and he was using Timothy. Timothy and Paul, his mentor, played a major role in that merging. That was a huge part of their God-ordained assignments, and Timothy was quite literally the merging of those people groups. He was those two people groups, a Jew and a Gentile, in one man. What some might have called detestable was actually a powerful and beautiful display of the gospel. In my years of ministry and walking beside women as they seek to grow in Christ and his unique call on their life, I've noticed something again and again. Our enemy, the devil, he often attacks the most beautiful parts of us. And this shouldn't surprise us, as Jesus himself said that Satan came to steal, to kill, and to destroy. He wants to kill our joy, our peace, our confidence and effectiveness, everything within us that reveals the beauty, the diversity, and the love of Christ. This means if God gave us an eye for detail, our enemy might try to convince us that we're too slow, we're too uptight, or not spontaneous, or creative, or innovative enough. If God infused us with a spark of creativity, Satan will try to tell us that we're flighty. If we have the gift of compassion, he might tell us we're too sensitive. And if God formed us to be leaders, Satan might tell us that we're bossy or loud or opinionated because he's terrified of who we'll become, of all the lives will change, of all the hearts will heal if we fully embrace and grow into everything that God created us to be. Therefore, Satan works super hard at making us feel insufficient and defeated so that we'll spend more time worrying about how others perceive us than about how God might want to speak or love or teach or strategize through us. But we don't have to, and in fact, we mustn't become victims to our enemy's tactics. Instead, may we stand firm on who we are in Jesus Christ, men and women who beautifully display our Savior. Let's pray. Holy Father, you created our inmost being. You formed your plans for us before we took our first breath. And your creation of us and your plans for us are intricately interwoven. Help us to recognize who you created us to be. Help us to recognize what you have called us to and to remain firm in that. Close our ears to all of the lies and, and all of those things that hinder us from walking forward in confidence in the beauty that you've created in us and for us. Help us to have the confidence becoming a son or a daughter of Jesus Christ. Thank you for sending our, your son to transform us and to empower us to live as chosen, loved, redeemed sons and daughters of the Holy God. In the name of your Son, we pray. Amen. Thank you for listening to Your Daily Bible Verse, a production of Life Audio and the Salem Web Network. If you enjoyed this episode, would you leave us a rating and review in your favorite podcast app? It helps us connect to more listeners like you. This episode was produced by Kelly Gibbons and Stephen Sanders, with executive oversight by Stephen McGarvey. We want to thank our wonderful hosts, Jennifer Slattery and Grace Fox. You can hear more from Jennifer by visiting jenniferslatterylivesoutloud.com. 
and you can find out more from Grace by visiting gracefox.com. For more inspirational, faith-affirming podcasts, visit lifeaudio.com. Christmas. For most kids, it's the most joyful time of the year. But this Christmas, 1.5 million children will spend the holiday separated from a parent because their mom or dad is behind bars. Prison Fellowship Angel Tree needs churches in our communities to volunteer to bless local children with a gift, the gospel, and a loving message from their parent. I believe this is an incredible opportunity for our listeners to share the love of Jesus this Christmas. Many of Prison Fellowship's partner churches continue ministry to local Angel Tree families after Christmas is over. Through this ongoing care, Prison Fellowship Angel Tree strengthens and encourages families every day. Angel Tree wouldn't be possible without the help of faithful volunteers. If you're ready to make an eternal impact in your community, please register today at angeltree.org backslash church. That's angeltree.org backslash church. Miracles are everywhere. Let our adventure begin! Discover Pure Flix, your premium streaming service where faith and family values come home. Ready to have some fun? The most exclusive selection of quality, wholesome movies and series that will uplift your spirit. A man can argue whether God exists. But when he looks at his daughters, he knows. With new arrivals every week. Unbelievable. Save big and enjoy the possibilities, like invitations to exclusive theatrical screenings. I see it, so I believe it. Find out more by joining today at pureflix.com. You're fearfully and wonderfully made. God looks at your heart, not your gene size. Do you know the verses yet still stress over your body? Oh, I get it. I was raised in church, but I struggled with food, eating disorders, and my body for decades. I'm Heather Creekmore, host of the Compared To You podcast, where we talk about all things body image and comparison from a biblical perspective. We get real about the pressure to focus on appearance in a culture where looks seem to matter most. Whether you're wrestling wrinkles or battling the scale, Compared To Who is the show for you. You'll laugh a little and be encouraged a lot. If you're ready to stop comparing and start living, visit lifeaudio.com to listen and subscribe.